0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Valley Voice My name is Lee Wilmot, I'm joined today by Charlton Athletic reporter Clive Yolton Hi Clive Hi Lee And we've also got Phil Spencer, our Queen's Park Rangers reporter with us Hi Phil Hello Uh, Clive's back from the Valley um, last night uh, Where Charlton followed up their 2 all draw with MK Don's With a 2-1 win over Rochdale Clive, tell us all about it
1: Yeah, it was um, one of those games where they had to win really Having drawn on Saturday against MK Don's in controversial circumstances uh, The visitors given a penalty right in stoppage time Which no one in the ground that uh, supported Charlton Athletic agreed with um, But yeah, the referee was overruled by the linesman. the Lionsman gave the penalty The referee said, OK, we'll give you that And so that was a disappointing end to that game And Charlton, to be honest, should have put the game to bed And taken chances themselves You can't just blame the referee um, But, you know, last night they went into the Rochdale game Needing to put that uh, behind them and they did. Um, They won 2-1 but they made such hard work of it. It was uh, typical Charlton, the fans really got on their backs in the first half actually because they didn't come out of the blocks at all. Half asleep in the first half, um, giving the ball away, there wasn't wasn't any fluency Um, and yeah they went a goal down, should have gone two goals down. Uh, uh, Unbelievable uh, Shot they hit the post and hit the inside of the one post Span out the other side uh, Just missing the other post So it should have been 2-0 or 3-0 even um, But Charlton did come back Jake Forster-Kasky got a couple of goals And uh, and they won the game But they were hanging on in the end But they got that three points they really needed
0: Why was it such hard work do you think?
1: The players just weren't on it Um can't put your finger on it They, they are quite sluggish in the first half I heard one fan shout out Why can't we play like this from the from the start, because in the second half they made a tactical change, although that was forced upon them because uh, Ben Reeves went off uh, injured with a hamstring strain um, or a tight hamstring. So they did change it, they brought on Carl and Ahern Grant up front uh, to accompany Josh McGuinness. And right from the off in the second half, they went at it and um, went for that second goal. The score was one all at half time, and uh, they did get that goal, but they then should have capitalised and scored two or three more, perhaps, um, didn't and Rochdale came right back into the game at the end. Ben Amos made two fantastic point-blank saves uh, to paper over the cracks really. They won the game but Robinson was magnanimous enough to say, look, Rochdale perhaps deserves something out of that game and they had to work very
2: hard for it.
0: That's a sign of a good team, isn't it, Phil? They've um, not played well, they've made hard work of it and, but got three points.
2: I think that's it, yeah. I mean, you're not always going to Win the games in the most comprehensive manner And if, if, if Charlton are going to be a challenging for promotion this season Then they are going to have to win, win ugly Or win when they're not necessarily playing well But surely it's uh, an optimistic sign that they still managed To get the three points when, when they clearly Weren't at the best for, uh, for large spells Carl
1: Robinson interestingly said he spoke to Ricky Holmes After the game and Robinson Said look we, we weren't good enough in certain Aspects of that game and Ricky Holmes turned around and said Actually boss that was um, Our best win of the season And our greatest performance to come To come from that disappointment of the two-all with MK Dons and then to go a goal down and then to come back and show that spirit and win the game, he said, from the players' point of view, they're thinking that's a great, great performance, Mm -hmm. albeit, you know, with respect against against Rochdale, who were... not one of the not one of the great teams in, in that division.
0: Contrast in views between manager and player, I suppose, isn't it for someone to actually be involved in it and having been involved in what happened on Saturday in contrast to someone who's standing on the sidelines wanting his team to do more.
1: Yeah, but he does he does live the game, Robinson. When MK Dons scored that own goal in the 87th minute on Saturday, he went down the touchline like Conte punching the air, kicking the hoardings. Doing what you could see how much it meant to get those three points, and then for for that to be taken off them right at the end, you know, contrasting uh, emotions. But but last night, yeah, uh, he was frustrated on the sidelines. You could see that, and at the end, he was sitting there on the bench. Normally, he's up there in the in the you know in his technical zone, you know, urging them on. He sat there nervously, like everybody else, thinking, "Are oh, Charlton gonna uh, concede another goal?" Which they almost did. Thanks to Ben Amos, a point-blank save from a volley. Fantastic save. And uh, they got the 2-1 win, which is now nine games unbeaten. I think they won five of those and drawn four. So it's a pretty decent record um, and a pretty decent return, really. I mean, they should have won the game against MK Dons. Could have drawn it last night, so it swings around about. Yeah,
0: um, tell tell us what you heard one fan say about, about the visitors uh, yeah, last night.
1: In the first half, a fan behind me screamed, Come on, Charlton. This is only Rochdale. (laughs) To be fair to Rochdale, they 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 didn't look like a bottom four team. I Mm. think they're you know they're struggling at the moment.
0: They didn't look like Rochdale, you say? No, (laughs) not
1: Rochdale. Um, But on a somber note, actually, Keith Hill, the manager, had um, his agent had died the day before, and they think that possibly the Rochdale players were galvanised into putting in a a great performance for for his point of view because of that loss and Carl Robinson knew him as well and has a great affinity with Keith Hill so football was put in a little bit of perspective afterwards and the press conference Carl Robinson reflected that before we actually got on to talk about the football so I felt sorry for Rochdale's players, they put in such a big performance um, for whatever reason and I don't think personally they deserve to lose the game in a way um, because of the saves that Amos made. Okay, Charlton hit the post and a couple of other efforts as well. But uh, the Rochdale players looked dead on their feet after they put in such a, a big show, and uh, for them to try and turn it around is going to be is going to be quite difficult. But it's it's interesting this league. Last night, Barry, bottom of the league, beat Shrewsbury, top mm. of the league, one nil. You know, anything can happen. Uh, Charlton went to Bradford with the first team in 32 games to beat Bradford on their own patch. You think, well, that's a great result. Scunthorpe went there last night and won, so you know it's anything can happen. Um, Charlton are only three points off the top if they win their game in hand, because mm-hmm. Shrewsbury lost last night. Um, but they've got some big games coming up.
0: Yes, um, we'll, we'll look ahead to um, the big game of the weekend very shortly. But you've touched on Ben Reeves. Um, is he ever going to be fit, uh, fully fit? We, we should say he's uh, picked up another injury last night.
1: I'd love to get behind the real story as to what happened in the summer. Um, because he was touting himself or his agent was touting for a, a job with a perhaps a championship club. Um, renowned as one of the best midfield players in League One, was hoping to go. Maybe there was talk of Sheffield United and other clubs because uh, they got promoted. That didn't happen and um, Carl Robinson got his man which was a great coup for Charlton. To get him to play With Mark Marshall as well Coming in You thought Great Two fantastic signings um, But Reeves wasn't Fully fit Because he hadn't done A pre-season Was then thrown into A check a trade Trophy game Try saying that Quickly ten times um, Go on, <laughs> <laughs> You should never Let a sponsor come in Where you can't say it Ten times very really quickly <laughs> um, But yeah He played in a game At Exeter And I think he hurt His calf muscle uh, Maybe pulled a calf And then that Kept him out For you know Game after game after game, people were saying, "Is he ever going to come back to a game?" Eventually, did come back. They had a pre, they had a, a break uh, for an international, um, couple of games uh, about a month or so ago. Played in a p- behind closed doors friendly. Everyone thought great, he's getting back to speed, and has played bit parts really, but has only sort of started one or two League One games even now. Mm-hmm. And you thought great, he's going to come in last night. Tariq Foss is out injured. Um, they needed Ben Reeves and Mark Marshall to produce big performances and, and Reeves disappeared after half-time, didn't come back on and we've heard that he's got a tight hamstring and he's doubtful for the game against Scunthorpe. So that's disappointing from his point of view because he is showing glimpses of real class. There was one turn in the box last night, um, but on the other hand he's not showing the sort of form that um, Charlton fans would expect from such a major Signing from yeah. their point of view, you know, relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, Mark Marshall came in last night and produced the sort of performance that we all know um, he can He can show. He was Bradford City's player of the year last year, played in the League One player final against Millwall. Um, again, a big signing for Charlton in the summer. Hasn't really been able to show his form because he, he did his knee in pre-season. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's come back and he's sort of looked a bit tentative in the last few games, as you would. You know, not playing for three, four months. But last night was the first time he, he started to produce stuff and he maintained it throughout the 90 minutes. So he got replaced after 90 minutes uh, to a standing ovation. So that's great news for him, great news for Charlton. Uh, so those two players are sort of going in opposite directions, opposite directions yeah. in a way. Although Carl Robinson would say you know Reeves has come in and scored goals in the in the league cup games and stuff check, check a tray trophy he's he looks like he can um do the
0: business but he just hasn't really been able to do it for whatever reason how frustrating can that be for a fan Phil to bring in a, a summer signing that is is seen as a coup uh, and someone that you expect to kind of drive Charlton forward and and then is struck down and, and doesn't really play as often as you'd like.
2: That's really frustrating, isn't it? I mean, I think we've all we've all been there with the the various teams that we support. When you when you sign a player and you the fact the fans get really excited and they're, they're lifted by uh, by by signing such as that, and you think right, everything's going to go through this guy. This is the person who's going to. Guide us on our promotion push, and when when it doesn't quite work out like that, it does kind of leave a, a slightly bitter taste in the in the mouth. But um, no, I mean if, if he is if he is contributing though, and obviously it is, it is a long season, so um, every every player is gonna gonna play their part over the course of the uh, the campaign through until May, and so, um, so yeah, it, as long as the people who are coming in are obviously doing the job in his in his absence will. it it all seems to be going fairly swimmingly for Charlton at this point anyway.
1: Well, the irony is that um, Tariq Fosu and Billy Clark also came in in the summer. Tariq Fosu, no one had heard of him at at Reading, uh, had been on loan at Colchester. Billy Clark, one of Bradford City's best players last season, but not a renowned goal scorer or anything like that, just a a very good creative player. Those two have had a really good start to the season and have had to because there hasn't been a Reeves or a Marshall. Um, Ironically now, those two are both out injured. Clark's out for another three weeks um, with a calf muscle and Tariq Fosu has um, got a thigh problem so he came back too early in the last game against MK Dons, went off injured after creating that own goal. So You now need Reeves and Marshall to to step in to replace those two and it looks like Reeves is struggling to do that but of course you have still got Ricky Holmes. Um, He hasn't fired particularly in the last two games as we know he can but he is still by far Charlton's best player most creative player scored their goal of the month um, for the last three months running um, and you know unbelievably there's still supporters you can hear shouting at him come on like you know you're being lazy Holmes you're thinking I'm very tempted to turn around and say lazy he's the hardest working player they've got even if things don't come off for him he works so hard. So I think that was a bit harsh, but um The Mercurial Ricky Holmes. Indeed, he's still the, the talisman for them, he's still the, the big player. But you've got Jake Fosterkaske now coming into form. Um Carl Robinson said he must add goals to his game and then he'd be a real force. He does all the nitty-gritty, the dirty work uh, in front of the back four with um Ahmed Kashi, but he's now scored five goals this season. Two vital ones yeah. last night, appearing um in the box in the way that Frank Lampard used to. So uh you know, There's there's some good performances there, but it was a bitty performance, um, but they have got the strength in depth.
0: The, I think the positive thing um, for, Ch- for Charlton is that they, they spread the goals around, don't they? They don't look to one player to um, t- to bang them in for them and then feel lost when, when he's not scoring.
1: No, they've got centre-halves who score, um, Ricky Holmes has scored of course, Reeves has contributed in, in League Cup games, McGinnis, I think has got five all-headers I believe, um, so that's quite interesting. Um, and yeah Forster Castier has, has come to the fore Joe Dudu on loan from Rangers hasn't really got a look in but has scored scored a goal um, Bower scored a couple so they have got goals coming from uh, all areas which is uh, which is nice to see They'll
0: probably please the manager as well won't it they, they, are, they are coming from all areas Yeah but
1: they do desperately need a striker and there's talk this week that Leon, Leon Best might actually be signing um, he was asked last night Robinson is Leon Best going to sign he's had him there for about four or five weeks training Scored in a behind closed doors game against Queens Park Rangers, Um, but nothing's actually happened yet. But when he was asked last night, he sort of had a little smile on his face and said, "Well, let's see. We're pleased with him. So read into that what you will. But it will be a fantastic time to sign him because we're going into the transfer window soon. A striker is is the must-have because they missed out on a uh, one or two that they wanted in the summer. So why not get him in early I mean he's an ex championship centre forward score goals wherever he's gone you know would be would, would, I, it would seem to be an ideal choice
0: that can be key can't it Phil that Charlton are obviously fourth at the minute they're, they're right on the coattails of the, the teams above them um, challenging for promotion and, and they're doing it without a recognised um, front man as it were if, if they can bring someone in over Christmas, January time to to boost them in the second half of the season. That that really can be key for a club to, to make that.
2: Yeah, that's I mean, step. I think I think all of the uh, all of the teams that are going to be going for motion, um, they're going to be wanting to uh, to strengthen their teams in January. Um, as as much as everything is going well for, for Charlton at this point, It can if you are using the same formula week in week out, teams can start to to cotton onto it. But if you can bring someone in, whether it is Leon Best or another striker, someone who adds uh, an extra dimension to the squad, it can just kind of Put the opposition on the back foot a little bit when they do play you yeah, next time round because you might set up a little bit differently, and you can just add um, a little bit of extra enthusiasm and competition for for places into the squad as well, and it just kind of gets everyone, I suppose, revitalised and ready for the second half of the season. So um, yeah, if, it, if he's a good player, it can it can only do only, only do good things to, to spur Charlton on.
1: I guess the thing from Carl Robinson, uh, Robinson's point of view is Josh McGinnis. Is that big style centre forward? He plays with one up front, basically, and three behind, um, sort of buzzing around the, the forward. Best and McGinnis is pretty similar, I would suggest, in terms of being hold-up men. And I guess he, he might not want to play them both at the same time. But when he he took off a midfielder last night, albeit in force with Reeves and Ahern Grant came on. He added real pace up front. Um, got yet another chance from Carl Robinson to to shine and actually produce something last night. So. Uh, Sometimes two up front can, yeah. can work better. But uh, looking at the big clubs you mentioned, I mean, if you look at Charlton's fixtures coming up, they've got Scunthorpe away who are third on Saturday. But Scunthorpe have only won four of their nine home games. So there is a bit of light there for Charlton, who've won four out of their eight away games. So uh, they won't go there with any fear. They certainly can go there and win. They've then got Peterborough at home next Tuesday. And interestingly then, uh, four out of the next five games are against ex-premier league clubs when you look at how competitive it is in League yeah. 1 with Portsmouth, Blackburn, Blackpool and Wigan among those and of course Blackburn won convincingly at Oxford 4-2 last night Wigan beat Doncaster 3-0 so they're big rivals to Charlton and uh, they're going to have to win some of those games to, to keep in the mix So it's a general. tough run of fixtures isn't it really when mm-hmm.
0: you look at it 3rd um, against 4th on Saturday Peterborough 7th uh, Portsmouth 11th um, Blackburn are sixth Blackpool did you say as Blackpool. well they're tenth uh, and Wigan obviously are yeah. uh, just a point behind the leaders and
1: then of course into that mix you've got Southend away on Boxing Day which is seen as a bit of a derby game Gillingham at home on uh, January the 1st that's another They'll derby game they will be a game. revenge there won't they yeah because that's one of the games they lost um, and they shouldn't have lost that game Charlton have lost three times this season two of them away to, to bottom four clubs you know Plymouth have, have had a bit of a resurgence I think but yeah uh, to lose to them And to lose Chillingham away When they really shouldn't have done And Wigan gave them a lesson At, at the Valley So uh, Yeah there's some interesting games Coming up And uh, I still think Charlton Can finish in the top two Will finish in the top two Despite the fact They've got injury problems They have got more strength And depth now And I'm sure that The board will allow Robinson To go out and buy someone Or get someone in January If they're up In and around yeah. the, the, uh, the top teams
0: there Is it um, You obviously feel there's Something for for Charlton to grab onto this weekend with, um, with Scunthorpe's home record
1: Yeah I think so um, Anybody can beat anybody Okay Scunthorpe had a good win last night They uh, obviously went to Bradford and won They'll be on a bit of a high They're both nine games unbeaten Which is quite interesting going into that A draw um, then A draw then, why not <laughs> I think you know, Charlton would take a draw wouldn't they I think they probably
0: would Yeah. Away at Scunthorpe.
1: Um, they've got a game in hand Or two games in hand on Scunthorpe yeah, two games in hand on Scunthorpe, with uh, a game in hand on the top two. So
0: I suppose the question is, who are the top two playing um, on Saturday, um, while Charlton and, and Scunthorpe are battling it out? So what what does it look like? There's all there's a, obviously there's six points. Charlton is six points behind Shrewsbury at the minute. Um, so Shrewsbury at home to Bradford, not an easy game for for the leaders. Um, and then Wigan um, are away at Rotherham. So
1: it's first v fifth and third v fourth. Yeah. So I think, it, Lee, it's far too early in the season to start talking about <laughs> yeah, who's where, you know, who's where and who's, who's what. They've just got to win their games, they're picking up points, they're accumulating uh, a lot of points along the way, which Robinson is pleased about. And when you think they've done that without two of their most influential players, if you look at the bigger picture, uh, in the first sort of third of the season, they've done pretty well. Um, well, this is,
0: this is League One and Charlton have only lost three of 17 games. That's, you know, that's it's, pretty impressive, it's isn't a,
1: it? It's a good record. You know, um, They've won 10 from 17. Three defeats, so uh, you have to think that's a decent return. Robinson will think they should have picked up more points in some games, but then last, you know, last night you sometimes get a bit of luck to go your way and win the game when perhaps
0: you you, you didn't deserve to. Well, as you've already mentioned, perhaps they should have beaten MK Dons and, and ended up with a draw, and perhaps they should have drawn with Rochdale last night and got mm. a win. So yeah, exactly. it all evens itself out in the end. It does. Excellent, we will leave it there. Um, All your latest news on Charlton is on kentlive.news and we will have another Valley Voice at the same time next week.